Welcome to the Unstoppable Profit Podcast. Wherever you are today, if you're starting with nothing or are well on your way to the success you desire with the right people, processes, and promotions in place, you will be unstoppable. And now, I'd like to introduce your host, Mike Stromso. Greetings, this is Mike Stromso bringing you another episode of the Unstoppable Profit Podcast. I am pumped and I am excited today to have a newer friend of mine. Uh, we connected uh, in the production of his new book and we're going to dig in and find out today the results of that. He's got some phenomenal information about our industry, how it's growing, how it's changing. And as you know, there's three things certain in life, death, taxes, and change. And if we want things to change, we need to change. Avdes Saxena, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks, Mike, for having me. It's an honor to be on your podcast. No, hey, it's an honor to have you here. Thank you so much for sharing today. And uh, to give everybody uh, who might be watching and or listening a little bit of background on yourself, you've got a deep history in our industry, one of those uh, silent but deadly weapons that we all count on so much. Thank you for all the work that you've done over the years. But uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you've done in the industry. If you want to share a little bit about uh, yourself personally, where you live, your family, go ahead, please. Sure. Thank you. Um, so this is Abdesh here. Um, so I, uh, you know, I completed my MBA uh, from, a, you know, one of the top business school in India. Um, and after that, I joined a, a kind of IT consulting firm. Um, and initially, I focused on insurance domain. And for past 15 plus years, I have been working with, uh, you know, multiple large insurance carriers and helping them in solving their business problem using technology-based solution. Um, and uh, currently, I live in Connecticut uh, with my wife and two boys. Um, and um, so last, you know, two, three years back, what happened, I saw a Facebook post, uh, which talked about um, uh, idea generation workshop, which was happening in InsurTech Hartford. So I thought, you know, why not? Let's see what's happening there. I'm from insurance and technology. And there I, I got to meet some, you know, good people. And we talked about chatbot and how it can be used in insurance. Uh, and, you know, we kind of narrowed down that maybe it's a good idea for insurance agents to use chatbot. Uh, as you know, you might have seen Lemonade and a lot of other carriers were using it. So, and then they had a hackathon happening over weekend. So I participated in that and few agents were interested. So they started using chatbot and that's how I started, you know, interacting with insurance agents. Before that, I was not knowing a single one. And today I know hundreds of them, thanks to that uh, coincidence. So, yep, that's how I landed uh, kind of here. So that's a piece of technology in our industry that you got familiar with really quickly and that you've gained expertise in. Yeah, somewhat like, you know, yeah, expertise is a little, but yeah, trying to learn about it and help people as we go. Because it's the up and coming, one of the up and coming technologies, as far as efficient, effective communication with today's modern consumer in the 24-7 world, right? Sure, that's right. And, and you might have seen, right, like all of us are talking to our friends and family using messaging and top four messaging platforms are bigger than top four social media platforms today. So uh, that's how people are expecting to communicate. So if you, if you want your customers to treat you like a friend or family, 
you have to enable that messaging uh, and that to 24 by 7. So, right. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, we find that now in the underwriting space as well in our living agency laboratory, which is our own agency that I get to operate and lead. Uh, very privileged uh, chair to be in that. But, you know, the underwriters, they got their chat platform, chat platforms as well. Uh, that they're using to communicate with agents versus the other forms mm-hmm. of communication. So that's absolutely accurate. It's just becoming huge. Sure. No, that's true. I yeah, fantastic. With you. Well, thank you for all of your work there to uh, move towards a more effective and efficient uh, platform uh, to operate within. So let's go back just a little bit. How did you get an insurance in the first place anyway? Sure. So I talked a little bit, uh, you know, earlier that, you know, after... Uh, my business school, um, uh, I got an opportunity to work with an IT consulting firm and um, uh, that we focused on insurance. So I worked in insurance domain um, across multiple countries. I worked in Japan as well, uh, US, India, and with multiple large insurance carriers. So that's how I got started. And uh, uh, then, you know, later in life, I got to connect with insurance agents through my website, Friendly Agent. and yep. Fantastic. So, I mean, you're, you're like me, you weren't planning to get into insurance when you first started in technology, right? That's right. And you know, that's the same story I've heard with everyone, uh, you know, including you, everyone will say, Hey, I never planned it. But then I heard there's a lot of money in insurance. So I thought, yeah, why not? (laughs) Well, yeah, there's, there's money in insurance and it's fantastic. But the other thing, and let me know if you find this as well, it challenges me every single day. That's true. It you is know, no day is the same. And I can't wake up and think that I'm going to be able to forecast and anticipate what's going to happen in a given day because it goes south and north and east and west all day long, right? Correct. Yep. Insurance is a complex domain. Yes, and it is. It takes take time to get you know, expertise in this area. In any line of business, it's it's an ocean. <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. But, you know, that's part of the reason that I love it so much is that challenge every single day. And if we can meet the challenges and overcome the obstacles in front of us and, and get to that higher level, that there are rewards there. Absolutely agree. So sure. great perspective. Thank you. So uh, you got into the insurance space. You learned a little bit about it. You were able to help uh, forward some things in the space, chat bots and other things. And then you decided that, hey, this is kind of cool. There's possibly some higher achieving people out there. And so you wanted to document your journey and finding out more with some of these high achieving people, mostly agents, correct? Agents and, you know, thought leaders who are helping agents or who know about the industry, even the insurtech side. Right. So agents, thought leaders, and other people who have gained some experience in the industry and you set out on a journey. How long ago did you set out on this journey to begin uh, doing your research uh, to publish this book? Um, so this book, uh, I'll say close to one year or 10 months. I mean, that's how, I mean, it's, it's a very intensive process. But before that, I have been writing my blog uh, for the last two, three years. So it, the research part kind of started from there. But okay. yes, more yeah, so you have the research from the blog and then you went out and interviewed people and, and gained other data because of that research and, and the interviews and so forth and so on. So you've put this all together in a format that anybody can use, right? Sure. Yep. Okay. 
And so you've written a book. And uh, why did you write the book in the first place? Yep. No, that's a very good question. So, I mean, you might have seen in last five, 10 years, things have changed, you know, drastically. Um, though insurance moves slow, but around us, you know, things have moved fast. And what I observed was um, after interacting with a lot of, uh, you know, high performing agents uh, that, you know, there are, there's a category of agents, top 2%, 5% who are doing extremely well. Uh, you know, uh, their agency is growing and um, they are living a very lavish lifestyle. <laughs> and uh, then we are also seeing that in last five to eight years, a lot of insure tech startups have come up and they have become like billion dollar plus companies in, in a very short span of time. And on the other end of spectrum, if you look, almost 90 to 95% of population or insurance agency side, they are struggling to grow. And some of them, like 90% of agents, they leave this uh, area in first two years itself. So there's a huge amount of you know population who's struggling. So I thought, why not interview all the successful agency owners like yourself and some thought leaders who are working with InsurTechs uh, and see what's happening? How are they able to do it? And you know, document uh, their journey or best practices and then share it with everyone. So that whoever is serious and um, ready to do work can learn from them and grow. So that's why I started writing this book called Friendly Agent. That is fantastic. And thank you for your work. I can't wait to get a hold of it and, and learn from it and go through it again and again and share it with other people more importantly. So uh, when you. is the book going to be finished and ready for publication or is it? So book is almost finished um, and it should be launching um, somewhere in May. Mid okay. May to end of May. So, yep. Yeah. All right. So, if somebody wants to find this book, uh, where can they find it? Sure. So, uh, I've created a URL called friendlyagentbook.com. Um, so, you know, you'll be able to find it here. And even if you Google friendly agent, you'll find our website and, you know, you'll, you'll reach to there as well. Fantastic. Did you uh, by chance record it via audio as well? So audio version will be released later. First, I will release sure. the hard copy and all, and then uh, I'll record it and launch it. Fantastic. Yeah. I only say that selfishly because uh, that's one of the ways that I learn a ton is via audio learning as well. And I always buy the book and I always buy the audio. It's available at the same time. Then I go through the audio and I say, oh, that's a gold nugget. That's a gold nugget. Oh, <laughs> then I go through the book and then I've got the double learning opportunity, right? Because as you know, uh, when you hear, you learn, but when you hear and see, you understand. And it's always That's about right. getting to that point of understanding that, you know, can change everything. So it's sure. fantastic stuff. I'm excited. So thank you. Same here. Thank you. You're welcome. So just to repeat that, and we'll, we'll repeat it at the end as well. That's friendlyagentbook.com. Friendlyagentbook.com. And of course, you can just go to friendlyagent.com, correct? I know it's friendlyagent.net or friendlyagentbot.com. But if you Google friendly agent, you know, our website comes on top. So that's okay, so how it's, we... It's friendlyagent.net? Yeah. Okay. And then friendlyagentbook.com. Yep. .com. Got it. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah, those .coms, .nets, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a busy world out there online, right? Yeah, but luckily, you know, we are very strong in SEO. So for a lot of keywords, you'll find us on top. So if you search best chatbot for insurance agency, we will be first result. 
and you know a lot of keywords uh, you know we are on top in insurance agency yep. space way to go that's why you have expertise in the uh, online it space fantastic so so let's talk about some of the people that uh, you invested time interviewing, learning more about in your getting ready to publish this book through your data and research. So what are some of the characteristics and traits uh, you observed in the most successful insurance agency owners and other top thought leaders in the space? I mean, what are they sure. like? Definitely. So, um, so some of the things they come out very, you know, well, so one thing is all of them, uh, they are very good in maintaining relationships and developing networks. So, you know, you'll see that agency is running for sometime more than 50 years. And, you know, granddad started that agency and one of their customer was with them for say 40 years. And then when, you know, the next generation uh, took the agency, the other side customer's child is also working with an agent so they have a huge long-term relationship they maintain. Um, so, and, and they keep growing their network. And, you know, uh, they will be part of, you know, local boards or, or work in the community. And nowadays they're also using uh, technology to help that. So, you know, by using CRM software and um, by using referral management software. So all of these things they're bringing into their agency uh, and and maintaining these uh, networks and relationships. So that's a one big thing. Um, second thing uh, which I observed uh, is they have a growth mindset. You know, like, you know, you also mentioned that you have three coaches you work with. Um, most of the agents uh, who are successful, big agencies, they uh, invest in learning and growing, finding, you know, what's technology or attending conferences. So they have a growth mindset and they have changed. So, you know, I, I talked to some of the agencies six years back, they were doing all these newspaper, TV ads, spending half a million dollar in that. And now they're not spending even a dollar there. They are into all digital marketing and, you know, using CRM effectively to convert leads, which were not converted first time. So a lot of those things they are doing. So that's the second thing, growth mindset. And third thing which I see is that, you know, uh, they, uh, they are very helpful and they're very, what you say, invest in their community. So, you know, they will participate with a lot of charities, uh, you know, doing good work uh, and getting their name out. Even in recently when the pandemic happened, a lot of these agencies, uh, they were helping their community, you know, buying stuff, distributing food and, lot of good work they have done. So all these things, right, they combine together these three um, uh, and it, it makes you stand out. So these are some major things uh, which I observed. That's fantastic stuff. I'm going to quickly recap that to make sure I captured everything that you just said, the gold nuggets, if you will. Uh, sure. These people are really good at maintaining relationships and they're using yep. technology nowadays. They've shifted in maintaining those relationships, if you will meeting people where they are, right? True. And how they like to communicate because it's not about us. It's all about them, meaning the consumer or the people in the community marketplace. Number two, they have a growth mindset. They believe to have more, you have to become more, right? True. And we have to continue to grow and learn. And the day we stop learning is the day we stop growing. And the day we stop learning is the day we stop earning. True. 
Yeah, that's fantastic stuff. So, uh, and they invest. It's not an expense, it's an investment in the growth mindset. You know, Benjamin Franklin said years ago, the most important investment you're ever going to make is the one that you make in yourself. So great stuff. And then lastly, you identified they're giving back to their community, you know, really exercising that goodwill. And uh, that law of reciprocity is always in effect. And, and the more you give, the more will come back to you. And especially if you don't expect it. And uh, there's a sign on the stairs up to this office that says living is giving. It's that simple, right, Abdesh? True. Yeah. Absolutely agree with you. Yep. Yeah, fantastic. That's great stuff. Anything else come to mind of the characteristics and traits of these successful, high achieving people? Uh, I mean, I mean, these three are the major ones. Um, uh, and then, I mean, like, you know, uh, as I told you, like they're very good in adapting, um, changing, learning, uh, very approachable. Um, and yeah. And secondly, you know, they try to work on their business, not in their business. Mm. So they are, they have that mindset, you know, they're, they treat insurance as a business, not like, you know, something where you have to work 24 by seven yourself. You hire right people, uh, you know, empower them. And that's also one key difference. Yeah, fantastic. So they've got great attitudes and they have identified the 80-20 rules always in effect. And they're trying to work on their business 80% of the time, at least not in it 80%. True. Of the time. Great stuff. Thank you so much. So, um, Based on your uh, learning about high successful people in our industry and the rest, so how can people scale their businesses up? If you've got people that might be listening or watching this and they want to scale their businesses up, what did you learn about that in your research? Sure, definitely. And um, so, you know, based on all these research, like I've categorized it to the three steps. Um, so step one is, uh, you know, finding your niche. So when I talk to even these, um, what do you say, insurtech experts and, you know, these thought leaders, you might have seen that in the last few years, companies which have become uh, those billion dollar or, or huge, right? They focused on one particular stuff. So, so like, you know, Hippo also kind of started as a, you know, brokerage. They focused on home insurance. Health IQ, they focused on life insurance for people, who are fit or, you know, who considers themselves. And same way I'm seeing a lot of big agencies, they are creating separate departments to focus on line of business, which they think is, is going to be bringing growth uh, going forward. So, uh, I mean, I'm, you might have seen that, you know, Chris Parody. So, you know, he has a separate department focusing on FedEx, you know, courier insurance. So that's how, you know, once you, if you don't identify a niche and if you're trying to serve everyone, it's really difficult to grow and scale. So that's the step one, identifying your niche. And if you have not done it, that's okay. I mean, people start with selling everything. You can analyze your data. So, you know, we have, you know, discussed certain things which were suggested by uh, some data experts and all what can be done. Uh, finding which uh, line of business is bringing more revenue, what expertise you have. You can do a lot of keyword analysis. And then also listening to market, what's happening today. So, you know, last year when pandemic happened, everyone was buying RVs. So maybe, you know, RV insurance is a, is a thing which you can focus on. And people are ordering everything online and delivery. 
so maybe you know ensuring those delivery related folks so there are a lot of niches coming up so you know just hone in one of them and so that's step 1 that's very important step 2 is building foundation so when when we talk about building foundation there are multiple components uh, which we have discussed so one definitely branding so you have to brand according to that niche uh, everything from your website to uh, you know whatever it should communicate that message so when they come they know that yes you specialize in this thing uh then bringing right people if you are becoming that uh, you know who someone who specializing in say you are saying you specialize in rv insurance then people who are expert in that and then hiring those kind of people um, building your agency like that then focusing on systems and processes i mean you have also talked about it you know once people come in how do you yes your three p's how do you go about uh, you know implementing it in a process because what may happen is if you don't have a right process things may fall off crack once customers come to you how what is the process you know uh, how are you getting back to them you know how many times you get back and lot of other stuff collecting reviews uh, you know how are you collecting and then technology uh, as well because once you scale up you know your staff and manpower can grow to extend you need to have technology to enable all of this so if if suddenly your custom uh, inbound leads increases by 10 or 100 times the technology should be able to handle it so you know things like chatbot or automation or crm which is doing lot of follow ups on your behalf so the second step this is uh, mainly foundation and once you have these things in place then step 3 is you know kind of putting uh, fuel to fire uh, if i may use that term going in the marketing side identifying which marketing strategy will work best for you first testing it for sure and then when you have tested it it works then scaling it up uh, so when you combine all these three together that's how you scale up and you can look at example of insurtex uh, or you know even a big agency that's what they are doing you know so big insurtex who are have this billion dollar valuation they are getting millions of visitors to their website converting 250000 to customer so that's how they are scaling by having all of these things uh, properly aligned so wow that's fantastic so when we're talking about scaling for anybody who's considering that or even thinking about it the top three things to consider are first finding your niche or your niche if you will uh you got to be clear because less is more right true i mean keep it simple it's less to you know deal with anyway if you will okay including you know people that have large agencies they might have separate departments for those niches to operate within that way they're firing on all cylinders one might say secondly once you find your niche is building the proper foundation uh that includes brand having the right people if you will and the right seats right right yeah understanding what they're doing with proper systems and processes out there uh and all of that so interesting you're talking about the people and the processes i think that's a great idea and then the <laughs> third thing is adding fuel to the fire which is talking about marketing strategy or promotions aha that's fantastic True. and you know uh, not every marketplace is the same right avish 
I thought we had a slight freeze there. So let me go ahead and rephrase that. Not every yes. marketplace True. out there is the same, correct? True. Yeah, yeah. So people need to do their marketplace research, if you will, understand who their client avatar is and everything about the marketplace or the conversation that's going on in their mind already to reach them. Right. That's true. Yeah. Fantastic. So, so people out there in the industry and beyond sometimes have opinions. Have you mm -hmm. found that to be accurate? It depends what kind of opinion they have. <laughs> it's kind of a leading question and a bit of a bad joke, I guess, if you will. So they do have opinions out there and they've always got something to say. And there's a lot of people out there that say that agents won't be able to survive uh, the next few years. What do you think about that based on what you've learned? Sure. So see, one thing uh, everyone should remember is that, you know, insurance is a trillion dollar industry and, you know, uh, almost 90% of insurance is still sold by insurance agents. Uh, even things which have kind of become commoditized, proper, like, you know, auto insurance, still like more than 75% is sold by agents there. So, you know, that's one thing. Second thing, if you look, uh, insurance agents are bringing a lot of value. And I think they should start talking about it. First is that, you know, I mean, they are providing free of cost service to you initially. It's, they are not charging you anything. I mean, so, you know, uh, and secondly, they are bringing a lot of expertise. If you were not having an insurance uh, agent, you may end up being, uh, you know, not covered properly. And if you look a lot of, you know, people who are rich, they have a dedicated uh, insurance agent or broker they work with to make sure their property and assets and everything is covered uh, otherwise, you know, anything may happen and, and you'll go bankrupt. And then uh, finally, it's, it's also about, uh, you know, not only saving money, convenience, uh, you know, you may, again, if you're talking, if you're working with an independent agent or something like, you don't have to work with 40, 50 companies, they will do it for you. And so a lot of value agents are bringing to the table. Um, and then if you look, uh, compare with other industries, like, you know, say CPAs or tax, uh, you know, people who do your taxes. There are a lot of software available for, you know, more than 10 years, but still people use CPAs. And at least I use CPA because to make sure I save time and, you know, they're doing the right thing. I don't have to worry about it. And it's just, uh, so same way, right? So insurance agents, because of this, and insurance is a very complex product. It's difficult for anybody to, you know, understand everything themselves and make right decisions. Uh, and technology, it can do it automatically for few initial, uh, I mean, easier use cases. Um, so to answer your question, right? So insurance agents are not going anywhere as long as, you know, they adapt to today's world. You know, they cannot be, you know, working in, in the old world where people are not able to connect with you digitally. They have to come to your agency. That's not gonna happen. You have to work with your customers, whatever they prefer, whether it's messaging or having digital ways to communicate using an app or things like that. And make sure you're communicating to them what value you're bringing. It's not only saving costs. There is a lot uh, behind it. Uh, and when you see those ads, right, where everyone is saying that I switched to this uh, insurance and I saved this much money, they don't say that, how much coverage was reduced or how right. many things, you know? So, yeah. the, you know, that's like a big scam. You may be paying $100 uh, 
for example, for a thousand hundred thousand dollar policy, and you may save ten dollars, but your policy may become twenty five thousand dollars. So, you know, you are getting scammed there. You're not saving money. So, yeah, I think insurance agents are going to be there for a long time. So, Abdesh, say it's not true. So, when people are saving fifteen percent in fifteen minutes, they're getting fifteen percent less coverage. It may be sixty percent less coverage. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I one hundred percent agree with that. I, we have found that to be accurate. I mean, because uh, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, especially in the personal insurance realm, insurance has become more of a commodity. Mm-hmm. But you know, one of the stories that breaks my heart just breaks my heart. In working with other agents around the country, uh, there was a, a lady, uh, fairly wealthy bought a brand new car, went online to get a quote. It was so cheap. She said, I'm going to switch. And she switched from her agent Mm -hmm. of many years. The car was totaled a short time after. And they said, you're not covered. And she had a good enough relationship with that agent, went back to the agent and said, they're telling me it's not covered. Can you see something I can't? And the agent said, you didn't buy a collision. Oh, (laughs) whoops. Yeah, the people at the end of the 800 numbers or wherever they're at, sometimes it doesn't matter to them as long as they get the deal, right? True. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Abdesh, fantastic stuff. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, I can't wait to get my hands on the book and uh, share it with other people that I know out there in the industry so that we can continue to learn, learn more because you know I've learned in my own journey, success leaves clues. Mm-hmm, sure. You put together the book of clues among many other things uh, from some of the most successful people out there in our industry, uh, thought leaders in our industry. So thank you for that. Uh, And it includes a lot of tech tips, right? And and thoughts about tech and how tech's going to continue to change our industry. That's true. There's a section on technology Um, and even examples of how agents are using it, uh, you know, uh, in their own business, like we talked about tech whether it's a CRM or a chatbots and even other basic stuff, right? Like e-signature and e-payments, they are so basic that, you know, people who are not having this during the pandemic, they suffered a lot because you cannot have a transaction without a signature or a payment. And uh, if you're doing it all manually on paper or checks or cash, and there are a lot of those technology stuff, uh, agency management system, how to best leverage it and, other stuff as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. There's lots of options out there, but you know, the, uh, you don't want to be a jack of all trades and master of none, right? Less is so, more. The one thing. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So, Hey, as we begin to wrap up today, um, I guess my question is at this point, is there anything that we missed that you learned that may be significant or big that you want to share today? And, and putting all the research and data together for your new book? Um, I think we, we covered most of it. Uh, but, but okay. um, you know, the, the thing is, things are evolving so fast in today's world, uh, whether it's marketing strategy or whatever, right? Something which is working today may not work six months or one year down the line. Uh, like, you know, Google was so easy to crack 10 years back. Uh, now it's difficult. Five years, six years back, Facebook was easy. Two years back, Instagram was easy. Now, Clubhouse is easy right now. And uh, Instagram Live is easy, but it may not be same. We, so 
so i mean you one has to adopt uh, adapt and learn and pivot uh, otherwise you you never know like you know there are a lot of big companies we have heard of they are no longer uh, uh, here because they didn't change uh, with the time i think that's the key uh, and as long as uh, all of us are doing it uh, you know there's no need to worry <laughs> yeah I think that's it. I mean, we have to adapt and we have to change as fast as we can. Would you agree? Sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Fantastic. And because if Will Rogers said, if you just sit there, you get run over. So you that's cannot right. just sit there. You've got to continue to learn, adapt, change. And ultimately we got to keep being even more uncomfortable, right? Right. I mean, biggest risk is not taking any risk. <laughs> I love that. Let me write that down. That's awesome. I haven't heard it put like that before. Not taking any risk yep. is the biggest risk. Right. Whether it's like, you know, your investment or whatever, right, in your life. If you don't invest your money, your money is going down because of inflation. And same thing anywhere, whether it's business or... That is a gold nugget. I'm going to repeat that one again, because in my journey so far, I haven't heard it put like that. Not taking any risk is the biggest risk. That's, Abesh, that's gold, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> Good. Thanks, uh, Mike, uh, for your time. And it's an honor to be with you. I mean, you're one of the I mean, top thought leaders and it, it's great to know you and learn from you. Well, yeah. I, I can't wait till the day comes when we can actually uh, shake hands, break bread and, and all of that. And it may come sooner rather than later. You never know. So looking forward to that as we move away from uh, these obstacles that have been in our road for, you know, the last year or so. So we got this, right? Definitely. Yeah, fantastic. So I'm going to remind everybody, and if if you need to correct me at all, Abdesh, please do, okay? Sure. Um, friendlyagent.net, friendlyagent.net is where you can find Abdesh and everything that he's building and working on, including his blog, which has two or three years of content minimum that people can go and learn from. And then friendlyagentbook.com is where the book's going to be housed to begin with uh, when sure. it's launched um, roughly in May. Okay. So yep. super excited about that. Uh, super excited to learn more uh, and to be able to share it with other people. So we are excited about that. Uh, and good luck. Uh, I know it's snowing back there. We talked about that before it's on, we went on. Uh, it too will pass and uh, the better weather will be coming soon. So sure. Thank you. Have you have something to look forward to there, right? That's true. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. So uh, everybody, uh, I, I, I'm excited and pumped uh, to share this message with everybody uh, that Avdash has worked so hard on. It's been a labor of love uh, in his journey so far, bringing it to everybody out there. And he's put it in a format that can be shared and learned from uh, on a much quicker matter because money and success love speed and money and success never sleep. Right, my friend? That's true. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. So, um, that's fantastic stuff. Well, thank you everybody for joining the podcast and please make sure that you go to unstoppableprofitpodcast.com. That's unstoppableprofitpodcast.com and subscribe if you haven't already, because these game-changing uh, interviews with top people in our industry and sometimes outside of our industry uh, are coming and they're coming fast. So you don't want to miss one episode. Go to unstoppableprofitpodcast.com com and subscribe. And we're out there on all the channels, Google, Spotify, and the rest. Make sure you subscribe there. Unstoppable Profit Podcast uh, is the, the search terms there. In addition to that, you can watch this visually now. Uh, just go to YouTube 
and search Unstoppable Profit Producer. And you'll find all the visual podcasts. Uh, because remember, when we hear, we learn. When we hear and see, we understand. And we want to bring it to understanding, right, Avdesh? That's true. Yeah, fantastic. Awesome. So speaking of that, if anybody out there is interested in learning virtually everything surrounding the three Ps, uppfaststart.com. That's uppfaststart.com. We have virtual classrooms going on almost every month. Go check it out. We can't wait to help you, teach you, so you can learn more and become more, as Avdesh talked about. And if you're interested in a live event, beunstoppablebootcamp.com. That's beunstoppablebootcamp.com. I want to share with you some of our best money-making strategies and bring some of the best and smartest people in our industry like Avdesh to the table. Uh, we want to share with you these strategies proven over 35 years of research in our industry so you can grow your business, create wealth, and have more freedom to live life on your own terms. Avdesh Saxena, thank you so much, sir, for being on the podcast today. Best to you and your family and your continued journey in helping people in our industry. And thanks, Mike, for having me. Yeah, it was an honor and nice meeting you. Uh, and, and best wishes to you. Yeah, thank you so much. It's grateful to be seen. And hopefully we'll continue to see each other for many years to come. Definitely. All right, my friend. Okay. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, thank get you. out there and make a difference. Be unstoppable and leave no regrets. And remember, two things, a decision and action. A decision and action will lead to you uh, becoming more uncomfortable and growing. And I'm going to drop this one again. I'm just blown away uh, by your nugget. Not taking any risk is the biggest risk. Don't let it happen to you, my friends. Great stuff, Avnesh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, everybody. Until next time, we'll see you in the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. If you would like to listen to more episodes or share this podcast with someone you care about, please visit www.unstoppableprofitpodcast.com. Now go out and make a difference. Be unstoppable and leave no regrets.